What up, what up, everybody? This is another episode of the Built Different Podcast. The usual suspects, myself, Rick Alphonse, CEO and founder of Extropian, our COO, Sean, um, one of our great data scientists, Justin. I want to welcome you guys back for another week. Today's topic, uh, you know, we want to discuss uh, the evolution of technology and how it's aided in the e- uh, how it's aided in the ease of use for different things we do in life, the different uh, things that may have been a little bit more difficult in the past. Um, you know, it's just taken a lot of roadblocks out of it. So um, I always tell stories on here and to Justin and Sean about my parents and how, uh, you know, technologically, uh, you know, they're resilient to technology and the change of the technology, anything new that comes out, um, even though it may be helpful to them, uh, they're a little bit more resistant to it, but once they adapt to it, it makes their lives easier. So um, is there anything, you know, in the past couple of years that you guys have uh, recognized as something that you know, it's made your life easier. It using is easier. It's just an easier process overall. Anything that comes to mind off the top of your head? I remember, uh, like, honestly, just connecting to the internet. I remember back with dial up with AOL back when I was like a kid. You know, if yeah. The internet, I like couldn't get something like that. Or we had to like fight over who was going to use the internet. That was, I can't believe that was, <laughs> that was where we were back then. But now it's just like as long as you have Wi-Fi, anybody can go. It's it's so much more accessible nowadays. It's hilarious that that was ever like an issue in the first place. Those were rough times, man. Picking up the phone and like somebody's on the internet. You hear the 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 internet um dialto. Yeah. And um yeah, you you were really bowling when you had uh when you had like when your well it'd be like your friends would tell you like man no I can get on the internet and get on the phone at the same time you're like damn I gotta get that you know. And um, sometimes you have the dual the dual lines, and yeah, once you had that, you were the man, you know. Yeah, yeah, I remember those days. I do not remember. How about you, Sean? You guys are both older than me, apparently. Um, <laughs> no, but like, I remember back when my family used to take like road trips and stuff. My parents would have you know the big like paper maps that they would pull out, and they'd be like looking at the map, trying to figure out what road we're on and stuff. And I'm like, yeah. Like, my dad still likes those maps, and I'm like, I will never in my life use one of those maps. I don't want to learn how to use one of those maps. Like, I, that is what my phone is for. That is what GPS is for. So, I don't know. I think that's something that I've always found funny is, like, you know, differences in the different generations, like, what they're used to versus what, you know, my generation or our generation has grown up on and what we're used to, you know. What about you? That's funny. No, I'm, I'm thinking back to what you're saying. It just and th- this was funny about what you guys are all, what we're probably all going to say on here is like it brings you back to that time. Like you automatically you're seeing yourself at that age and like just remember instances where it was annoying as hell. These different things because um, I never did the map thing, Sean. Like the map thing was always going to be a headache to me because you got to really like you know measure and there's a you know you have a scale on every map. The maps may be different. But yeah, just actually having to take something and measure it and then gauge the distance and stuff like that. I was like, nah, man, come on, I'm not doing that. For me, it was like printing out MapQuest. Like, I don't know if you guys remember the website MapQuest and going in and like putting in your your or place of origin and then your destination and then um, driving and reading the actual uh, directions. Like, okay, I need to turn left here. Okay, then I turn right there. 
And then I remember um, getting in cars with GPS, like, damn, this person, yeah, they're doing well, man. Like, these, these they got it made. Like, they're in the upper class, the upper crust of society because they, they have a GPS in their, in their car. And then all of a sudden, everybody started getting in. And it was like, oh, they're not that special anymore. So it's funny how, how uh, things like that play out, you know? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, for sure. For, for me, I mean, this, I have a ton, but I'm thinking even like more modern conveniences. And uh, this is like third world problems here, but um, or first world problems, I should say here. But I, re I realized the other day when I was... Um, I think using another vehicle, like I was um, moving, helping somebody move or something. So I was using like an older truck or something, but it's something so stupid, but it's like, man, like you go back to it and, and Jesse, you probably know what I'm talking about here, but automatically being able to open your door without the damn key, without the key fob in, in the car, yeah. like just grabbing the handle and opening it. Yeah. Like I got, I, I literally got so angry. Like I'm carrying all this stuff in my, in my arms. I'm like trying to open the door. I'm like, damn, damn it. Oh, it's an older truck. You know, I can't, I got to pull out the key fob, put all the stuff down, take the key fob, open the damn, like hit the uh, unlock button, open the door. I'm like, so that, like I said, first world problem of my God, that, that angers me when I drive another vehicle and I have to pull out the damn key fob to open the door. And same thing with locking it, too, because I like to just get out. Like, my car, I get out, lock it, and there's a button on the top. You just press it as you're walking out, and it will lock. Like, I hate pulling out. It's, it sounds crazy because a few years ago, it was like that. the key fob was like, oh, man, I, I don't have to put a key in my door and open it. I can use the key fob and just automatically. And then remember back in the day, people used to, when it was, you know, kind of on the more luxur luxurious vehicles, but you would hit the key fob and, hit the, you know, hit the eh, eh, and people were like, oh, man, who's that, you know? And then it turned into like what I'm saying now, where it's like everybody had the key fob, and now I'm like angry when I I can't just press a button and open the damn, uh, I can't just open the door handle um, having the key in my pocket. Small thing, but you know, yeah. You would not want to live in my life, Ricky. You would not enjoy it. It's gonna be a when you when you change vehicles, Sean. It's gonna be a whole new world for you. You're gonna be getting angry too if you get back in another vehicle that doesn't have these little small things you know it's all good i slummed it for this long i'm i'm accustomed to it yeah yeah i mean we all were at some point but like yeah when you change vehicles it's not you're gonna be like oh this is so wonderful it seems small but it's just it really is nice yeah, my mom has a my mom has a Tesla, and uh, I, every time I sit in that car, it just it feels like such an alien experience. Like there's no like the speedometer and stuff that I'm used to seeing like in front of me, all the screen in the in the center of the car. It just it feels very weird. And she can watch Netflix too while she's driving. Well, maybe not while she's driving, but the fact that you can watch Netflix is kind of bizarre to me now. It's like, yeah, Miss Kimmy, be snitching on you saying that you're watching movies while you're driving. She probably doesn't do that. She's like, but yeah. that's even like an option in a car. It's ridiculous nowadays. Any what other conveniences? I know we talk about quite a few things all the time that annoy us. It's just like, oh my god, I wish. How much easier is this than it used to be? But man, when it's when it's gone, I mean, even think about your cell phone. Like mine's just died, and I'm like, 
when we were getting on this um, podcast, it died, and I was just, I feel empty. I feel lost. Yeah. I mean, even, like, even headphones, you know, like, five years ago, ten years ago, a lot of people were still using wired headphones, and it, like, the little cord would get in the way of everything. Like, it's not, like, the end of the world to use wired headphones. I still have some, you know, and I can use them, but wireless headphones and being able to walk around and like walk you know away from your phone and still talk that's very like very nice and just overall something i really enjoy especially like when going on I think that, or something yeah uh, no i was gonna say i think it helps too because these cell phones are and you upgraded recently sean it's like they're heavier they're bigger like you just you really don't want to keep these things up to your head and have a conversation. It's just so much easier just throwing in your your ear um earbuds or AirPods and just having your conversation. The weird thing is, is though, I don't like doing that in public because people automatically think you're talking to them, or they think you're crazy because it looks like you're just talking to yourself in, in a lot of uh, instances. You get, did, Ricky, yeah. did you ever have a pager? Did I do what? Did you ever have a pager? Hell no, I'm not. Come on, man. I ain't that damn old. My dad, I remember my dad having it. <laughs> my dad had I forgot about those. I was watching a, a, like clips from The Wire, the TV show, and they're talking about like having pagers, and it's just like it ages that show so much. What's funny about that, though, is um, yeah, that was a luxury item at one point, too. Like, and to the point where you either you were a business person or you were a drug dealer, you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> um, having those, so yeah, the wire, that makes sense. But yeah, it's the weird thing too is like even, and it's funny because I'm actually going to be flying out there, but uh, we were always behind when I would go to London, for instance, when people had, when we were, you know, had pages here, they had cell phones and it was like the cell phones were available to the, it wasn't just like a, the business people or the more affluent people, everybody had cell phones. I'm like, why the hell we still got, you know, we're doing the pager thing in the U.S. And um, I don't know, we're always behind, we're always behind them. I'm not sure if that's still the case now, but yeah, they, everybody was rocking cell phones when we still had, um, had our uh, beepers and so forth. Yeah. I don't even what other understand what a pager does. It was literally because remember you had your um oh my god I'm like this is crazy I have to explain this but um you had you know pay phones you didn't you know nobody had cell phones to just pick up and call so say say for instance it was you know somebody from your family needed to reach out to you they would um page you like what it is you call a number they put and when you call that number it would ask you to input the number you're calling from. And you would um the that number would pop up on the pager, so they'd automatically it would be you know on your waist. You'd look at it and be like, oh shit, my mom or whatever's calling. Let me go to the payphone and call. And um, people would put codes in there too. There would be codes for like you know just different things on there. Um, kind of kind of like gifts and memes, like how we create gifts and memes or certain things mean certain things. You do a code on the pager to signify an event or something. So, <laughs> but it, it's crazy because that ties into like a lot of things we're saying as well. Because imagine, you know, we're going back to the cell phone again. Um, imagine the days of having to open a phone book 
and find the information. Gosh, yeah. You know what I mean? The cell phone is does how many different things that people used to like have to do separately. The the phone book, um, notificate being notified uh, of you know via text message, you know, um, your email, the browsing the web. You know what I mean? Like listening to music or like so many different peripherals we all used to have to use or like <clears throat> previous generations had to use and it's all here in one thing and that's that's why like you know it cuts off and i feel empty i feel lost because like everything's on there you know it's kind of crazy that we still refer to it as a phone when it does so much more than just it's just it's so much more than just being a like a musical people i saw a comedian he made a joke that like calling a phone calling an iphone just a phone at this point is like calling a lexus a couple or something like it just doesn't make sense <laughs> it's just so much more than that they tried rebranding with even like bigger phones phablets they called it like a tablet and phone and it just never caught on it's like it's my phone you know my mobile phone yeah um but it's, it's i think too the other thing you gotta think about with it is like watching movies and stuff like that so it's also uh it replaces your tv in some instances yeah what's crazy too I mean, is like you were talking about like how you used to need a phone book right to like let's say you were going to place an order at a restaurant you needed a phone book to look up the restaurant and then you'd call and place the order now you don't even need to call you don't need to talk to someone most restaurants these days have online ordering and so it's like you just go on an app and hit a couple buttons and all of a sudden now someone's making you some some french fries you know and there you go like and then you go there and you get it um but it must yeah, be too no, it must be too true right now yeah, so what i meant to tell you guys you have to turn the phone all the way off or it still comes through even if you put do not disturb on i did not know that <laughs> yeah yeah i meant to tell you that um it's crazy but yeah at least we know our emergency systems are working yeah. so another cell phone you know emergency broadcast it's another thing there you go i didn't realize it would also come through my watch oh yeah I didn't know okay but um, um go ahead Ricky. no i was thinking about too like school like how much school has changed like from, you know, our parents having to actually go to, you know, the library, your local library and get a book out, go and like even micro, micro film or whatever, which you you know, a lot of old um, newspaper articles are on there. Uh, have you guys ever seen one of those or used one of those before? I don't think so. It's, it's a little, it's still, they still have them in libraries now, like it's more of a kind of, um, obviously a piece of history now but it's literally like a I, I forget how it works it's like a little um film like a you know like like a reel and then you go and you from what i remember looking at it in the library it's like a it has a system in place and it's like a little thing you look in but you go through the film and you have to you have to turn it in a way and it brings up different things like you actually i think you hit a button and it's like a you know have you guys ever used the uh those old toys where it's like the, it's a you click a button and it's like a different um you know what i mean i forget what that what is 
you know what I'm talking about. It was like that. That's what micro a microfilm or microfiche or whatever it's called is it used to do. But that's how you used to get the information to write book reports and stuff. So you'd literally look in this thing, hit the button, an uh, article would come up, you'd look at it, and then write down whatever you want and do your book report or, you know what I mean? And then it, you know, turned more into the library system and going and getting a book out, you know, going and searching for the book. And then, like, I mean, look how much easier the Internet's made that now where just go on, put in the topic. And, I mean, you look at chat GPT and uh, generative AI and the damn Internet will write the book report for you. Not say any kids watching the podcast don't do that. That's not how you uh, how you learn. That's not how you grow. But, uh, yeah. But that's uh imagine doing that now because like we're out of we're all out of college now and this is something that kids will probably be like well you guys are old because you you know we use chat gpt now to write up but like imagine having that back in the day like writing something even taking you know uh you have a little bit of writer's block and you put in a certain subject matter and you know, just need give me a few lines here and putting that in here in a imagine doing english what was it english uh 101 the, the one where you have to write like um, essays all the time Oh yeah, that is crazy. I remember that. Yeah, I don't know. That's crazy. That's that, that's kind of where the evolution is. I don't know if you saw the, uh, I think it was like a press conference that Mark Zuckerberg did with the uh, smart glasses recently, where you can start live streaming from your glasses, like from Instagram. <clears throat> it's pretty crazy. Like that. That's now like the thing. Like they're partnering with Ray Bans or something like that. It's pretty crazy. Okay. Yeah. And no, that sounds exactly. interesting. Back to like the school aspect, like I remember when I got to college and stuff, like uh, like I'd hear about students that were younger than me and they'd be like, oh yeah, like we all get like laptops now. And I'm like, they just give you, lap they're like, oh yeah, we they just give us laptops. I'm like, I'm like, we had yeah. notebooks, you know, we had to write stuff. We didn't just have <laughs> little type type laptops wherever we needed, you know? Um, and, you know, I was talking to Ricky about it earlier and it's like, how the next generation of people is so familiar with technology to the point where like if technology didn't exist, we would be very screwed. Like, you know, whether it's maps or whether it's, you know, like, like, every, like most 10 year olds nowadays know how to use a phone, right? It's like when like, or know how to use your smartphone. Like they, they know it sometimes better than their parents do. They go on and they just like know exactly what they're doing. And the parents are like, I don't know what this is, you know? funny yeah it's, it's getting younger and younger and I, I think going back to school as well is like you know how many kids have iphones going to school it's like six and seven year olds it's like you know what i mean like for a while it was like yeah you're too young to use a phone that's an expensive piece of technology don't want you breaking in and no, you, you see kids walking to, walking to school and getting on the bus and they have, you know, iPhones in their hand and AirPods in their hair. So, like, when I was in school, like, we really, you know, and even UCF, um, you know, well, in, in, in the sports business management minor, we couldn't have any type of devices out. But, um, yeah, like, people being on their phones and getting on Internet and Facebook and stuff like that. But, in, in you know, in grade school, like, we didn't you know nobody had phones at that point and we weren't we weren't responsible enough to use phones or anything like that so it's just crazy too that the generations now it's like yeah this five-year-old six-year-old needs a cell phone i was talking to my one of my friends the other day and he's like yeah damn my, my son wants an iphone 15 i'm like isn't he like six or five or six I'm like what the hell you know what i mean 
So it's crazy now too that it's more acceptable for younger generations to use it. And it's I think it stems from what you said, Sean, like going up to a friend's house with little kids, like two year olds, and they already know how to change screens or go get on Netflix and pull up the movie they want and stuff like that. It's just wild. Yeah, my uh... I have a couple I have... Oh, go ahead, Justin. I was just gonna say I have a niece and nephew too that are the same way that they have like an iPad and stuff. They they know how to use it and everything. It's crazy to, to watch. Yeah, I remember yeah. when you, when you I remember when I was younger. Like you know, it was like I think around like end of elementary school, like early middle school was like that's when most people started getting like a phone, like their first phone or whatever. And like um, I remember my mom made a deal with me that if I did cross country in sixth grade that I would get a phone at the beginning of sixth grade. And if I didn't do it, then I'd get it like at the end of the year. And I tried to do cross country and then I didn't like it. So I wait till the end of the year to get a phone, but it's like, God forbid, you know, we wait till we're like 11 or 12. Now it's like every eight year old is like, like, Oh, I need a phone. And it's like, okay, I guess, but not really. Well, I think what's changed with that too is like, and it's weird because if you think about it, generations and generations before us, you know, there was no way to call back home or if something happened, you you know what I mean? Because that's the excuse now. It's like, oh, I need to get my kid a phone because, you know, they need to get in contact with me. What if they need, you know, they're leaving school, like doing tutoring or whatever. I need them to get in touch with me. Um, I think that that has made it like, that made the case for kids carrying phones all the time. You know what I mean? Um, and yeah, it's crazy. Like I said, generations before, like you would have to get on a payphone and call them, get, you know, you got to make sure your kid has a quarter. You know, and before that, it's like, how do you, you know, how did they even reach back home? And if an emergency happened is, you know what I mean? It's, it's crazy to think about, but, um, yeah, it's, it's it, generation after generation is getting younger and younger. And then, like you said, it's going to be. It's to a point now where imagine if our like God forbid our phone systems went down, you'd see it'd be like pandemonium in the streets, cars crashing, and you know those post post apocalyptic movies and stuff where people are like rioting and all kind of crazy stuff, cars burning. That's what I picture happening if our, our networks went down because people are so used to having the technology in their hand, used to scrolling, used to having this device at all times that people would lose their mind. Yeah, yeah if, if the internet um, down for more than like a week in like the entire like country or world I, I think there would be some serious issues like i don't think people would i think there would be like genuine chaos in the country in the world well yeah especially now you know a lot of our banking systems and everything are very internet based and you know, just the flow of information and, and everything that kind of happens in the background using uh, the web, even our, our military, uh, you know, a lot of military uh, operations and things are relying on the internet or satellite or, um, yeah, we'd be, in, we'd be in the world of hurt. Um, go ahead. No, go ahead, Justin. I was just going to say, how do you think COVID would have went if we didn't have, like, internet at that time? Like, if the internet went down during COVID, you mean? Yeah. Or like, we didn't have the internet. Like, the internet. We didn't have the internet. During lockdown. 
I don't want to. Yeah, that would have that would have been bad. More people probably would have done outdoor activities, but like, still, it's like I think the bigger issue would have been if you didn't have internet at the beginning, just the spread of information. Like, how would people hear about something like a big infectious disease if you can't? You know, if it's not on the TV, not on the internet. You know, it's like I don't understand. Like, that's why, like, things used. Like that's why I don't understand how things used to be how they were. It's like, like you have to wait until the next day for the newspaper to come to find out any new information. Like that's nuts to me. So yeah, newspaper, local news. Yeah, that that's wild. But yeah, no, I that would have been really bad because so many people suffered from. Um, you know, separation anxiety from friends, from family, like a lot of mental, unfortunately, you still see ramifications of it, mental health issues and, and so forth. Uh, but yeah, that was our way of communicating. Like we wouldn't have been able to do anything because that's, you know, we were, everything we do is virtual. So we would have, we would have been dead in the water. Um, but yeah, no, it's that, the internet, our phones, our, our you know, ability to communicate over, you know, in ways we haven't been able to have to be the biggest things because even, you know, calling overseas, I remember having to use a calling card um, to family over in the UK or in the Caribbean or um, we used to, used to have to get these calling cards and they were complete BS. They were, they would, you know, you buy 60 minutes and it would be like 30 minutes. The thing would cut off all these minutes. It was a waste of money. They were expensive too. But having WhatsApp now and being able to just call like toll free to my, my cousins and everything, it's like we can call and I can text my cousin at any point rather than setting up specific times where like we have to, we we're going to call them and maybe they're not home or whatever. So, you know, thank God for, for, uh, for that. Times have changed. It's crazy. <laughs> the crazy thing is, is thinking about where we'll be in the future. Like we're having this conversation now somebody goes back in time and watches this, which, you know, everybody go back and watch our old episodes and, you know, hopefully years down the line, people go back and watch this, but they're gonna be like, Look, listen to these guys talking about that old ass technology, like, man, they were, you know what I mean? It, it's crazy to think about, like where we'll be in 10, 15, 20 years. Yeah, they'll be like, oh, these guys are talking about, like, using a map and driving somewhere. Like, my car just takes me there. Or my just teleport there. They actually drove, they actually, they actually rode on the ground. You know what I mean? We, we fly everywhere. We teleport everywhere. We, you know what I mean? Um, and then they're, like, doing the zoom on a camera like we did a virtual thing we were like right in front of each other a holographic thing i don't know it's it's crazy to think about um but i would say this though i think that as much like we always think about like years down the line and like man by 2040 this you know we're going to be doing this and that and it never ends up being that way it always takes a lot more time than than usual to for the advancements we envision happening down the line to happen. Like technology moves fast, but not as fast as like what you see in movies or TV shows or what you, you know, you even imagine. Yeah, I was thinking, is it back to the future that uh, 
I think it's the second one where they show like the, the year is like 2017 or something and it looks so futuristic and now we're six years past that it's not anything like that at all we still have no everything. yeah people are still trying to recreate his hoverboard and it's just it hasn't been possible so they did they someone made like the, the shoes that he was wearing that like automatically tied nike yeah 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 those things are expensive like 25 grand to buy them because they're like rare and and they actually do you know lace up the way he kind of had them lace up so yeah it's progress i saw a video recently where some one of the main like professional golfers made instead of like a golf cart it's like a hover cart so it like uses like the hovercraft technology and like can like go over like if you are going to like an island green that like you know it's surrounded by water you can just like ride it over the water and like it'll go over the like it won't like damage the greens if you ride it on the green and stuff and it looks really really cool but then like i read all the comments and people were like this thing is so loud that it's like hor like you would not want to golf with this because like it's just like ruin like golf is not supposed to be a loud sport and it's like apparently super loud. But the idea behind it I thought was really cool and like interesting. Yeah, that's um that's funny. But yeah, that's I'm all for the innovation and the trying the new things. It's never always practical when you first do it, and it's gonna take refinement. But I can appreciate that. I have to look that one up. Yeah, I'll see if I can find it. I'll send it to you. So yeah, no, I'm interested always, always in the future, and um, I think I even sent you a video the other day, Sean, of something that's going to be coming. The uh, I think it was the humane uh, AI assistant, but yeah, that's what got me into what we're building, and um, yeah, the goal is always to make the make it an easier. Uh, make people's lives easier, make it more convenient, bring things to, to people's world that they didn't even know they needed or knew that existed. But in doing so, you make their lives easier. And, you know, we're going to, you know, I really truly feel like we're going to be that technology that people are like, damn, remember when people used to wear a wristband and people used to wear, you know, they used to talk about putting uh, sensors in their clothing and, um, thank God for Extropian, man, because it changed my life and, save my mother and you know that that's really what i would love to you know get out of this and down the road who knows somebody might be doing a podcast on us and saying uh i remember when i switched to that new type of technology and and man i can't imagine how people live their lives with these other things you know what i mean yeah um but yeah we put our etch, etch our names in the history books and and in people's lives I'm, I'm looking forward to that so that being said, just wanted to wrap up. Always try and end on a high note, uh, giving a little pieces of information about us and what we're working on. And slow reveal, slow roll, stealth mode. But you know, when we do reveal it, um, can't wait to hear the conversations and and see the comments that people make because really think it's going to be a, a really powerful, uh, powerful tool for people to change their lives and be the best version of themselves. So, with that being said, you know, follow our journey. Keep looking out for us. We'll be sharing. We have some pieces of, pieces of information here and there, and yeah, um, for an authentic look into a company and and the people and all the hard work we put into something that's uh, game changing. You know, follow us on our socials and everything. So, that being said, I hope you guys had a great productive week. 
Be safe out there and um, be blessed. Thank you.